Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Higher, where we're cultivating atmospheres for God to move in everyday life. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us on our pilot episode of Coming Up Higher. Yeah. (laughs) We're really excited. I'm Alicia McDermott Yannick. And I'm Whitney McDermott. And we're sister singer songwriters, worship leaders, and authors based out of Branson, Missouri. And we really had it in, in our heart and mind to uh, do this podcast for some time. It's It's been in the works, and I'm just really excited to get it started, Whitney. Yeah, so am I. I think it's going to be an awesome journey, and we're just so grateful that you guys have chosen to come along with us for the ride. And yeah. we're just, uh, you know, a lot of things that we've learned with starting our ministry and, and just ministering at different churches, conferences, retreats, like in and, in and outside of the church. Yeah. Outside of the four walls. God's just used that as such a, a learning tool mm-hmm. and like just teaching us lesson after lesson. And it's something that we just want to be able to relate to our listeners yeah. and the people that follow us and support our ministry. What God's taught and shown us, we want to hopefully teach and show you and, and hopefully, uh, you know, teach others to cultivate environments that are conducive for God to move because that's one thing we've really learned is environments and atmospheres are so key in your relationship with God and the power that we have to change atmospheres right you know we had a a mentor one time tell us that we're not supposed to be uh thermometers that just tech that just can check the temperature of the room but we're called to be thermostats that can change the temperature of any room we walk into because that's the power God has given us and that we don't have to acclimate to other people's environments, but we can create our own. And that's something that, you know, leading worship and going into different environments in in the marketplace and, you know, in churches or at youth camps or in Africa or Honduras or, or other places that our ministry has taken us, each place and each atmosphere that we go into is different. Right. But our goal as worship leaders is to focus that atmosphere that is uh, in worship to God, but that also is honoring to God and creates an environment where he's free to move and he's welcome there. Yeah, and one picture that comes to mind, and I want you to tell the story of the the flower that can that grows in a certain environment. Mm-hmm. There was, Alicia told me something one time, I don't know if she read it or how it came about, but I was just like, Oh my gosh, that's like mind blowing. (laughs) You know, it's transformational. Yeah. And so I think it's so important, you know, when we talk about environments and atmospheres, this story explains exactly why, you know, because it can just kind of be like, oh, whatever, like environments, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, it's not a big deal. But this, what you told me kind of made me realize, like, wow, the environment I'm placed in or that I put myself in really is important. So I had found myself one day, I just cleaned house and. I was just feeling really grateful for my home and the peaceful life I had built with my husband, Jim. And and I was just thanking God for the journey he had been taking me on. And, you know, because the Lord had been walking me through identity issues that I had and, yeah. and who I was in him. And I was just learning and growing so much about what I was capable of and what he was calling me to. And where I had felt like in the past I wasn't... Um, that I don't know I just didn't see the worth in myself as much Mm -hmm. but he was calling that out of me and 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 I he was speaking to me about environments and coming up higher and and I was like God I 
I want to make sure I'm cultivating a lifestyle or an environment that, um, that I can just keep this going that I, cause right. I, I love what I have found in this piece mm. and in the past choices I had made and different things like that had stunted my growth, you know? Mm. And, and so I was just thinking about that one day and I had sat down for my cleaning and I just flippantly opened up, uh, Pinterest <laughs> and, uh, Yes, the Lord used Pinterest to speak to me that yeah. day. So, <laughs> Hallelujah, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, it was just I knew immediately I had seen this picture of a flower, and and the words, the caption said, "When a a flower doesn't grow in a certain environment, you don't blame the flower; you change its environment mm, and you good. you plant it somewhere else." Right. And I'm paraphrasing that, um, but it it really had opened my eyes that the giftings and the ability and the calling and the ministry and everything that the Lord had made me had always been there. Hmm. Just like a the makings of a tropical flower is has always been there, the vibrancy, right. the beauty, everything. But if I would plant that flower in Ant- Antarctica, hmm. or, you know, right. um, I wouldn't say that flower has no worth because it didn't thrive in that environment. I would instead say, no, let me plant it where it's warm and, you know, where, where moisture is, you Mm -hmm. you know, just different things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's conducive for its growth. And so the Lord was speaking to me, you know, keep cultivating atmospheres that Mm -hmm. are conducive for your growth. And that atmosphere is always found in the presence of God. Right. It's always found in worship. It's always found in his word. Mm-hmm. It's always found on, you know, communing with him and praying with him. And I realized that no matter where I went, I could be in God's greenhouse. Mm. That, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that yes, you know, God may call us to adverse environments or God may call us to go into situations that uh, are, are filled with, um, you know, anger or discontent or, you know, mm-hmm. or wherever the workplace, family life, whatever it may be, God will call us to those environments, but we will always be exactly who he made us to be. Mm-hmm. Um, whether people perceive us as worthy or not, doesn't, um, dictate our worth right? because, because we're always in that greenhouse. Mm-hmm. We're always in his atmosphere and that's coming up that's higher. Yeah. That's cultivating that, that greenhouse that it could be cold outside, but we're warm on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I just like to think I'm a tropical flower. Cause I, I, I like, <laughs> like the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I mean, personally, if I were a flower, it'd be, it'd be in a warm climate. There you I go. Think. Me too. Well, and I just think, you know, maybe for some of our listeners out there, you're just feeling worthless because you're not thriving where you're at yeah and and we're challenging you to think well what if it's your environment yeah you know and maybe it's the environment you work in maybe it's a family environment Mm -hmm. maybe it's a relationship you're in and just to consider finding or creating an environment that is conducive for you to grow Mm -hmm. in Christ and for you to really find what your identity is in him yeah and to reach your greatest potential in him. And then, like you said, it's just a process that once, once 
God establishes his identity in you, then you can go back into those places Mm -hmm. from that elevated perspective. And it's kind of, you know, the same old places, but a brand new you. And and you're seeing things differently. So it's not that you always have to permanently, because sometimes, you know, you have to go back into those situations. Mm -hmm. But uh, you can, instead of operating out of the old person, the old man or woman that you used to be, or Mm -hmm. old boy or girl, you can operate out of this new person in Christ. We've been to a lot of different places around the world so far in our ministry and our missions work. And we've been to Tanzania, Honduras, and Israel. Mm-hmm. And Israel was another, that really started the journey, I think, of us learning to come up higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was neat to just see see where God walked, see the miracles that he performed and everything. But there was also a moment, Alicia, that you had at the Sea of Galilee, Galilee. Mm-hmm. right? That was actually yeah. one of my favorite spots. Yeah, me too. Yeah, there was a moment where we were standing on the shore and, you know, we had been picking up seashells and rocks and everything because that was our souvenirs that we wanted to take to people back at home were just a piece of the Holy Land, a literal piece of it. But we were standing there and the tour guide was speaking and it's kind of surrounded by mountains or hillsides and and they were like, Jesus had ascended to a mountain after to kind of escape from the crowds. And I believe it's in Matthew, they talk about it. But oftentimes we read in the life of Jesus that he kind of separated himself from the crowds and the distractions and everything like that to commune with the Father. And he said, so when Jesus, when he sent the disciples off and the, you know, the story where he meet, where Peter walks on the water before that, Jesus had a, had separated himself and had gone to a mountaintop. And so here we're standing on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, surrounded by these mountains. And, and they were like, what if one of these mountaintops were the spot where Jesus right. had ascended? And at that moment, I completely just checked out of whatever else was said after that. <laughs> and I just looked at, at a mountainside right next to me. And I just thought, Jesus, my Jesus could have could have sat there and it, and it just gave me a perspective of what coming up higher was and I just felt like God was speaking to me in that moment if my son had to come up higher right and and devote himself in prayer and and just communing with me and and he literally climbed mountains to achieve it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like how much more do we need to do that and that really it just gave me and further established the path of coming up higher. And so, and there was something you were sharing with me, Whitney, about the different paths we can take in life uh, in a book you were reading recently. Do you want to share about that? Yeah. Well, before I do, I just think like with the mountaintop thing, like it's all about elevated perspective. Yeah. Jesus physically went up a mountain, but also spiritually, because that's what one of our mentors, Debbie Short, always says is the natural points to the spiritual. And so naturally he was going up a mountain, but spiritually he was going up there to get an elevated perspective. Yeah, that's good. Because especially amongst the crowds, I'm sure they were pulling from him and drawing from him. And sometimes we all can experience that, whether that be at work or school or family or whatever the tasks at hand, like everything can pull and, and draw from us. And sometimes we just have to separate ourselves to, to get an elevated perspective. Like, okay, God, what is your view over the situation? Or what is your view of this relationship? And sometimes you can't always do that when you're with other people or, or in the midst of something. You have to 
physically and spiritually remove yourself mm -hmm. yeah. to get his perspective. Yeah. And it was funny because we were talking about uh, starting this podcast. And uh, like you said, we've been talking about it probably for over a year or more. Mm -hmm. But this week, because we were talking about, okay, the pilot episode, we'll talk about coming up higher. And this week during my devotion time, I always try and read, you know, obviously I read the Bible and pray and things, but sometimes I'll add in like different little devotional books. And I've been reading, it's called The Book of Mysteries by Jonathan Kahn. And it's set up in a devotional format, but it just kind of brings out different mysteries in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, what I was reading yesterday was about coming up higher. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, what a, what a coincidence there. <laughs> but it was cool because the format is like of a teacher and a student. And so this teacher led the student to this mountain. And there were a few different paths you could take to get up the mountain. And he said, so the lesson for today is I want you to take the right path that will lead you up to the highest point in this mountain. And, and once he got up there, I think it was like a, a, cir a white circle rock or something that he would know that he had reached the summit. Hmm. And so, uh, of course, the student was so, a lot like me, like, okay, well, which path do I take? You know, like, tell me how to get there so I can get the A and move on <laughs> kind hmm. of thing. And he said, well, no, that's part of the lesson is you have to choose which paths to take. And, and you could switch from one to the other as needed if you reached a dead end or whatever. But he said before sun goes down make sure you get to the top so the student just picks a random path and starts the journey and so he'd reach a dead end and he'd take another one and there'd be another dead end or it would take him lower or a different mm -hmm. direction and finally Which like sounds like life doesn't yeah it? <laughs> a little bit there right so uh so yeah he was taking different paths and he didn't reach the top and so finally he came back down the mountain and it was already nighttime and he told the the teacher, you know, like I, I tried these different things. It didn't work. Like I didn't take the right path. And the teacher was like, no, it's not that you didn't take the right path because he said what you didn't realize was that the moment that a path started going downwards or it kept staying at a standstill and it stopped taking an incline, mm -hmm. he said, that's, that's where you went wrong is you weren't taking the paths that were constantly taking you upward. And I was like, that that is so significant because it's the same with our life choices. Right. Sometimes we're so focused, and I know I am, of like, okay, God, which path do I take? And do I take this job? Or do I go to this school? Or, mm -hmm. you know, like, do I date this person? Or like, we're just yeah. like so freaked out about, I don't want to take the wrong path. And it's not so much, I don't want to clarify, Jesus is the only way, right. you know, so I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. anything like that. Like no. there's other ways to, like Jesus is the way. But as far as like life, just day-to-day -day choices, right. there are different ways we can go about things and mm -hmm. and it's not so much about freaking out okay god am i on the right path am i following your will exactly to every dotted i and cross t but it's which decision is taking me higher and leading me closer to you right and it reminds me of when paul says everything is permissible but not, not everything's beneficial, beneficial yeah. yeah and so it's just like even it could be as simple as the way i'm treating this person like is this is this bringing me closer to God right? or bringing them closer to God or is it taking away from or that? Even, even extracurriculars or different things that we invest ourselves in because we don't want to say no or, mm -hmm. or we want to keep up with what everybody else is doing and things like that. It's really about cultivating a lifestyle that um, is presence centered. Right. And so like you were saying, is this going to deter from my relationship with God or is it going to enrich it? Is it going to add to it? Is this relationship going right. to add to it or detract to it? Um, which we understand there's 
people we're to minister to that mm-hmm. will draw from us. That's for sure. But ministry starts at home mm-hmm. and it starts with cultivating that lifestyle in the secret place and, and um, creating an atmosphere of peace in your home. And that's, you know, sometimes I feel like we are so focused on outward things and what we're involved in and what stages we're on. And people are, are more focused on, on that on the outward picture, but to really be successful in long term is is to create an inward lifestyle that right. that is constantly feeding you and i think that's important to even to assess everything that we approach in life to the standard of a present centered life and and whether it adds to it or, or subtracts from it well and then i heard it was some book i read i think it was a book from mike bickle and he said uh the language of the holy spirit is peace mm. And so, too, you talk about establishing that peace, you know, and doing that through spending time with God and, and praying and worshiping Him and stuff. And that does bring that does bring a centeredness mm-hmm. to you and a peace. And then when things start taking away from that peace, you're like, okay, what is it that's causing me to get off center? Yeah. You know, and that's a really good way, that's a really good indicator of, okay, when I do this, I'm losing that peace yeah. or I'm, I'm feeling off center. Yeah. And so what do I need to change in that area or do I need to remove myself yeah. or do I need to quit doing that? Because I know even just daily decisions I can make, even, you know, and I, I listen to all kinds of music and I, mm-hmm. I can appreciate all different styles, but sometimes I even have to say, okay, like this is kind of getting me, I'm losing my peace as I right. continue listening to this or right. what I watch on TV right. or just little things like that. And it goes back to like, yeah, I, I can listen to that and watch that, but is it beneficial right. for my relationship with Christ and, and cultivating that, uh, that atmosphere of peace? Yeah. So, so many times people will say, follow the favor, but we're saying follow, follow the, the peace. peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> follow exactly. the peace. Well, and you learn like once you develop a lifestyle of peace, like you don't want to let that go. Right. And it's not to say that like chaotic things don't happen or you don't have busy seasons or anything, but it's just, I'm tired of the life of running on empty. Right. I'm tired of of being so spread thin once I've realized like that there's a better way. Yeah, but that's normal for most mm-hmm. people these days is to be spread thin and to run on empty and, and just go from one thing to the next. And right. when that becomes a norm, then a cultural norm doesn't necessarily mean it's our norm, needs right. to be our norm. Exactly. Just because it's a cultural norm that's the thing you you kind of you have to purposely seek that out and mm-hmm. seek the peace that Jesus had in all circumstances right. and then once you found it it's easy to recognize what it's not mm-hmm. and i think there's a stark difference in that i think cultivating that that peace and and everything is is important well and i've often heard people talking about like Jesus if he was only going to have the 3 years of actual ministry where he had the disciples and ministered to the crowds and stuff like why why did he spend any time pulling away from them but that was the goal like just to to have this huge ministry and and the accolades from it and Mm -hmm. all that stuff like why did he pull away well obviously it's important then if Jesus here he was he came to save the world Mm -hmm. and to reach every person with the saving gospel yeah but he still found it important to pull away and to 
to receive from the Father and to separate himself and to elevate his perspective. Uh, obviously, if he did it, it's something that right. <laughs> we should probably be doing too. Yeah, and I go back to that day in Israel, and I was looking at that mountaintop by the Sea of Galilee, and and I was reminded of that verse uh, in Revelation where John is, is writing and he hears, come up higher and I will show you what may, must take place after this. And so John had to, in in the spirit realm, he, he went up higher to receive revelation for the future. And I think as we choose to set our sights on things above and even where God tells us to rise like eagles, you know, eagles right. have an aerial perception of things. They can see a mile away. Like that's amazing. Their their sight and their, their insight is, is amazing. And... And that's because they rise above and and they have that aerial point of view. And so I just got the words for a song that day in Israel and just, it was along with that verse in Revelation. And it was, I just felt the words, I go to the mountain to receive revelation and separate myself from all other distractions. I'm going up higher. Mm, That's good. And I just think in a nutshell that that sums up what we long to do in everyday life what we long to do through our ministry is to not focus with what we see directly in front of us on ground level. Right. Like oh, so many people get caught up in the negativity and they get caught up in the busyness and they get caught up in the drama of life or distractions. But coming up higher is about rising above all that to mm-hmm. always choose to see God moving in things, even when it's chaotic, to always choose to see God's perspective on things. Right. To not trust with what we see with our eyes, but but to walk by faith when what we see with spiritual eyes instead. And and I and that's what we want to do through this podcast, right? Yeah. Um, we're gonna have guests on here. We're gonna have other artists or entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or leaders in the faith, mentors that we've had throughout the years. Just people of all different walks of life, and and having them share stories about coming up higher, or what they've pressed through, or what they've overcome through life, yeah, or definitely. what what a present-centered life means to them. Our ministry takes us on some different journeys and we travel different places. And so we, as we travel and do missions work or as we go to, you know, we're going to be going to Augusta, South Carolina and Atlanta, Georgia here in in a few weeks. And yeah. just different places that, that we encounter, we want, to, we want to hear people from that region right. and we want to hear what God is doing because I just exactly. believe God's doing a new thing right now. Yeah. Um, and and I feel like he's connected us with people with that are like-minded, like-hearted, and and just have a focus of of seeing his kingdom come and his will be done yes. on earth in this time, right? As it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that's just some of the things that we we want to share on coming up higher on this podcast, and and we hope you guys come along with us and yeah, join the journey because yeah. it's <laughs> it's been such a ride for us, and I know we've we've talked with each other that we just never knew a relationship with Christ could be this good. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you think, well, it's going to be hell on earth until we can get to heaven. And like, that's not God's heart. That's why Jesus prayed on earth as it is in heaven, like you were just saying. And so join us on this journey and, and take a leap of faith and take that, that jump to come up higher. Right. And dare, dare to be an atmosphere changer, Mm -hmm. dare to be different, dare to believe life can look different than it does right now. Yeah. And dare, I I dare you to dream again. Even I I hope that this podcast awakens dreams. Like this podcast is a dream of ours. And 
And sometimes we wait for doors to open or we want someone to kind of come and bring it to us when God's asking us to step out and do it. Like this is a step of faith for us, Mm -hmm. like no doubt about it, but it's something that God has asked us to do. And so we're just going to, we're just going to do it. That's kind of one thing that we've learned is step out and do what he's asked you to do today. Mm -hmm. And, And that's just a simple way is just what has he asked you to do today? And like you were talking about the path earlier, as we continue to be obedient in the daily things mm-hmm. and choose to seek his face daily, seek first the kingdom right, and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And so right. it's a daily addition mm-hmm. and it's a daily climb, but it doesn't have to be a strenuous climb all the time when we're, right. when we're in his presence. Right. And so we just, again, thank you for those listening, for joining us. And we just want to pray with you. We want to yes. partner with you on this journey as, as we embark on it together about coming up higher. Yeah. So, Lord, we just uh, thank you for every listener out there that's listening to this, no matter if it's right now or years from now. God, just we just pray blessings over them. Yes. And we just pray just for dreams to come alive in them, for um, hope to come back alive in them. Uh, you know, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick, but dreams fulfilled is like a tree of life. And yes. so God, I'm just asking for dreams fulfilled over people that hope be renewed and, and stirred in them as they listen to this podcast, as they um, continue to seek you further and to come up higher, Lord. I'm just asking even Holy Spirit that you do to them like you've done to us where where we're in situations and then all of a sudden you just say, well, how about if you think about it this way or have you thought about that? And where it just shifts our perspective completely to see it the way that you see it. And so I'm just um, asking that over every listener and that no matter what situation they're facing today or in the future uh, or if it's their past that they're dealing with, God, I just pray that you can bring them to the elevated perspective that you have over them and their situation. And we pray all of this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, guys. Make sure you tune in next week for our podcast. And thank you so much for for taking the journey with us. We appreciate you all. For more information, you can log on to aliciaandwhitney.com. Follow us on social media as well, at Alicia and Whitney. And don't forget to to come come up higher. higher. Thank you, guys, and have a blessed day. God bless.